Everybody to Canada Club episode 22. I'm your host, Canada. It's always fun doing these club episodes and giving you guys who care about the show information before everybody else. So here's what I want to talk about on this club episode. I want to talk about Haggis Pinball. And I really want everybody out there to do me a favor. I want you to listen to this show and then I want you to go into the thread and I want you to ask these questions. And I'm gonna pose some questions and I think these are important questions to ask. But before I give you these questions, let's go down a little bit of history lane or memory lane, if you will. History lane, that's not even a term. Memory lane. Haggis Pinball comes out in somewhere around like May of 2021 and says, we are making Fathom and we're gonna make the Mermaid Edition of Fathom and I'm gonna make 250 Fathom Mermaid Editions and I will take deposits or pre-orders on each of these and they will be non-refundable. He also allowed people to do pre-orders of the next four games from Haggis Pinball. The next four games, people gave him $4,000 in non-refundable deposits on the next four titles. Now, I don't know why people would do that, right? They weren't flying games off the shelf. They weren't manufacturing left and right. And I get that they screwed together a few Celts. So they had that going for them. But haven't we seen this story before? Haven't we seen Andrew Highway screw together a few full throttles and then promise all those alien machines. And how many people pre-ordered alien because they saw full throttles on the line, right? It's sort of eerily similar. You've got a really nice jovial salesperson at the helm convincing everybody that they're making games. You've got them buying expensive equipment You've got them paying expensive monthly costs to run a factory. But then we never really see many people working in the factory. We get video after video of the owner of the company convincing us everything is going great. You're sending out holiday cards to people saying, Merry Christmas from Haggis. But where is the production? Where are the games? Where are the employees? Now, the problem with all of this is that nobody really knows what's going on over at Haggis other than the people over at Haggis. Now, if you want to know what's going on somewhere and you pre-ordered games from this company, don't you have a right to just ask questions and have those questions be answered by the company itself? So on this club episode, I am going to give you questions that I think everybody should ask of Damien and see what answers you get back. And these questions and the information I have, I'll tell you why I got it, because this is what happens, and the same thing happened with Highway Pinball. Once you start to peel back the layers, once you start to say, well, maybe everything's not as great and maybe everything's not as jolly as those videos are indicating, once you start to peel back the layers, People who know a little bit more about what's going on start to feed information out there. They start to talk. They start to tell you, well, maybe you should see what's really going on 
over at Haggis Pinball. Now, I don't know what's really going on over at Haggis Pinball, but I do have some questions that we all should be asking. And here's the first question everybody should be asking. And here's the first thing everybody should be shown if they want to believe that games are gonna be made in January, which is what Damien said. So, they are making 250 Fathoms and Mermaid Editions to start making the pinball machines, right? There's only 250 being made. To start making these games, you need all of the parts for them in-house. Okay, so if Damien is to be believed and they're gonna start production of Fathom in January, which is just in two weeks time, then he needs to have in-house and at the factory the following, 1,000 legs for the games. He needs to have 250 cabinets he needs to have 250 play fields. So the first question everybody should be asking Damien is this. Can you show us photos of 1,000 legs? Can you show us photos of 250 coin doors, right? They need 250 coin doors for the game. Can you show us photos of bulk play fields? Where are the 250 play fields? because you can't start production unless you have all those things. And we all know this, getting parts for pinball companies takes longer than just a couple weeks. It usually takes months. So do they have all the parts in-house to start production on Fathom? So that's the first question. Just ask that. Will somebody please say, hey, Damien, if you're gonna start production in January, you must have all parts in-house. Is that true? Yes or no? Can we see them? because we gave pre-order money that's non-refundable. I think you deserve the right to see the parts. See, if you could show all the parts, wouldn't that put everyone's mind at peace? Also, let's ask him who's on the Haggis team as of today. So let's ask if the following team members are still part of Haggis Pinball. Is the creative director, Scott Seedsman, still there? I'm hearing that he's no longer there. Is the mechanical engineer, Lachlan Dowd, still there? Are Lachlan and Scott still part of this company? So let's ask that question. Who's on the team right now? For me, the biggest thing is parts. I, I really can't get around this. I mean, personnel, you can come and go, but we all know that unless you have the parts in-house, things are gonna be hard when it comes to manufacturing. The other thing I'm hearing is that this company bought heavy machinery to make a lot of the metal parts. See, this is the same problem that all these companies do is they don't realize that Stern outsources so much of this. They don't buy equipment to make their own metal parts. They outsource it. All the parts are coming from outside vendors into Stern's factory and they're just screwing stuff together. You don't want to have to start to manufacture your own metal parts. You need to outsource that stuff. And so I'm hearing also that the weekly burn over at Haggis Pinball is somewhere around $20,000. So then you go 20 weeks with no games on the line and you've spent $400,000 and you just keep burning and burning and burning. All of this speculation can be put the rest if we just see the parts. But if the parts aren't there, the games are not gonna be made in January. And I really hope this is not another example of an overzealous, overpassionate company running into the pinball scene and saying, hey, look, we can make game number A. And because we made game number A that not many people ordered, we're gonna make game number B that we know you want. And we're gonna take money for game number B, we're gonna lock your money in, you can't get a refund, because remember, Andrew Highway gave refunds. And the refunds, which Canada helped spark, 
are the reason why some people were able to get their money back. Now, he blames the refunds for why his company went under, but that's total bogus, right? It's total bogus. At what point, at what point after you've missed deadline after deadline after deadline, should people who pre-ordered Fathom be allowed to get their money back? Like you deposited your money with the promise that games were going to go on the line in July, right? Okay, July, August, September, October, November, December, January. And I'm here to tell you right now, if what I'm hearing is true, I highly doubt, I highly doubt we're going to see production start in January. Now, all of this can go away and all of it will go away tomorrow if Damien just shows us the parts for those 250 Mermaid editions, if they're ready to go on the line, then all of those parts would be in-house. You see how a picture would be worth a thousand words here? And is this another example of because you're a nice guy and you have friends in the industry like Marty Robbins is designing game three and we're making Centaur and we're making all these games and some people, I, I was wrong, it's a $6,000 deposit to get all four games, all that money, all that money. And you're telling me that the money that was sent in for Fathom hasn't been evaporated to set up the factory, to buy that expensive equipment, to pay for the money to make the Celts games. I mean, come on, people. Come on. Nobody has ever done this successfully. Point to me one company in the history of pinball manufacturing that has taken money on game B before they finish production on game A that has been successful. Spooky Pinball has never done this. CGC has never done this. We've never seen it from Stern. You know you know who did it once and they went bankrupt because of it? Remember Jack Guanari when they were selling Hobbits, they were using the Hobbit money, I think, to make the Wizard of Oz orders and they still had Wazes to make and I think that's what happened and then they ran out of money and then Leonard came in and saved them. The question is this, does Damien need investors now to help him out or are they fine? Again, if they're fine, those parts will be in-house and nothing I said here holds any water because they have all the parts and they're ready to go and his words are going to turn out to be accurate. But here's the part that scares me and I mean it when I say this. When he said in 2021 that production was going to start in July and that was just a couple of months after he took your pre-order money, Damien knew when he said that that he did not have 250 parts coin doors, a thousand legs, play fields. If he didn't have all the parts already ordered, already being manufactured, why would he say that that was when he was going to be able to make your fathoms? And he gave you that date and you gave him your money and then he missed the deadline and he missed it again. And now we're getting videos of empty factories and nobody, and nobody wants to say much. Nobody wants to say, wow, this looks exactly like what we went through with Andrew Highway. You leave it to Canada, he's got to say it. I'm not in on Fathom. I don't have any skin in this game, but I've seen this story before. And I've seen these companies do this. And I don't think Damien's a bad guy. I think he ran in with passion. I think he was a little overzealous in building up the company so quickly. And I think he got hit hard with the harsh realities of what it takes to be a pinball manufacturer. And again, these guys don't get it. Stern has 50 years of experience. 50 years of experience. Spooky Pinball started very slowly. Spooky Pinball didn't build a big factory like Haggis is built already. What are they doing? What were they thinking? It's like they learned nothing of what came before them. And they think, oh, it'll be different this time. Why? 
Why would it be different this time? I mean, Damien right now is struggling with simple facts like the cost of metal went from 60 cents a pound to $1.80 a pound and a shipping container, right? If he wants to ship these games to people, a shipping container went from being 2,400 bucks to $10,000 during COVID. But people have also been working through COVID, like companies have been making their products all throughout these months. How will this story end? So I want you guys to listen to this and then go ask those questions and see what he says. And I'm gonna ask those questions of him as well. But I just wanted you club members to know first that I'm starting to hear that things over at Haggis aren't quite what they seem. Or maybe they are what they seem because all we've seen is the back of a game. We've seen an empty factory. We've seen all this expensive equipment. I mean, man, I could Photoshop Andrew Highway's face on all those videos and it's starting to look very, very similar. Am I right? Am I wrong? Are they going to pull it out? Are they not? I don't know, but it's not looking great when they've missed so many months. And so we will see what happens. And here's the thing is nobody can blame Canada for there being a run on the bank because there is no run on the bank available to anybody. Your money is locked in. There is nothing you can do. You didn't learn a lesson. If you pre-ordered these games, I'm going to say it right now. Shame on you because you knew you knew that this company did not have a proven track record like Spooky. You knew it. You knew it. The only time Chuck made games non-refundable was after he proved he can make six or seven games. This company barely screwed together a few Celts, and we have people pre-ordering the next four games from them. The disillusionment of people in this community who just want to show their support and turn off all common sense. That's the pinball buyer. Suckers, man. Every minute, there's a sucker born in the pinball community that doesn't want to just ask the basic questions. These games are ready. Show us the parts. That's it. That's going to be the Canada tagline for all new pre-orders to come. If you said you're making 250, show us the parts. And don't ever pre-order anything until you see all of the parts. You need parts to make pinball. It's that simple, people. I don't care what your dreams are. I don't care what your passions are. I don't care if you mail out Christmas cards. Show us the parts, Damien. And all of this goes away. Later. Later.